This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Start with the loser of the day. This was an easy choice for us today. Mark Stevens, he is the minority owner of the Golden State Warriors, the basketball team. Yeah, this is the guy who shoved Kyle Lowry, the Raptors player, in the game last night. You know, this often happens in NBA basketball. You will see a player kind of making an aggressive play to get a ball, and they fall into the stands. I mean, the the fans are right there courtside, and sometimes when the guy player falls in the stands, you help the player back up. Maybe you get, you know, get the nachos off your shirt but you don't you don't push the guy which is what this clown did last night this guy is this billionaire minority owner of the team he pushes lowry and also trash talked him at the same time listen to this clip from sports center front court in a 10-point game swatted away abaka lowry diving into the seats to save it Once he dove in the stands, he's saying that he got pushed by a fan. And Lowry talking with Mark Davis. We bring you back. This is what Kyle Lowry was talking about, that he was pushed. And you see there that fan with the left arm pushing him. The lead official, Mark Davis, coming over to us. They said they did not see it. However, the NBA is looking at it. And we don't... As he said, they don't know the intent. Was it because yeah, actually they're escorting the guy out right yeah. now? Okay, Kyle Lowry was upset when uh, he resumed play, and after the game, at which the game with the Raptors won, of course, he had this to say. You know, he reached over and, and put his hands on me for no reason. Right. Um, and then he said a couple, you know, some vocal words to me, and, and, and you know, repeated them re- repeatedly. Um, but, you know, in our league, there's no place for that. Um, you know, honestly, I hope he's never allowed to come to an NBA game because he shouldn't have did that. Um, there is no place for that. And, you know, and luckily, you know, they, they threw him out. I talked to the league's uh, security already and um, explained myself. And, you know, I don't really, you know, the fans have a place. I, we sure. love our fans. But fans like that, fans like that, they shouldn't be allowed to be in there because, you know, it, it's not right. And, you know, I can't do nothing to protect myself. Um, but, you know, the league does a good job. And, you know, I, hopefully they ban him from all NBA games ever. Okay, well, he's more than just a fan. The guy's a part owner of the team. This guy has a net worth of $2.3 billion, and uh, he's a part owner of the Golden State Warriors who are embarrassed about this guy's behavior. They released The team released a statement this morning saying his behavior last night did not reflect on the high standards we hope to exemplify as an organization. We're extremely disappointed in his actions. They offered an apology to Kyle Lowry and to the Toronto Raptors, and he will not be in any attendance at any more of the NBA Finals games this year. Oh, big deal. I guess he'll be back in his courtside seat next season. Yeah, Mark Stevens, you're the loser of the day. The winner of the day, four teenagers from Oklahoma, Dylan Wick, Nick Bird, Seth Bird, and Wyatt Hall, these four young guys risked their lives rescuing their 90-year-old neighbor from a burning home. Listen to this report from KTUL News. For 58 years, Catherine Ritchie called this place home until three weeks ago. I was getting ready for bed in the bathroom, mm-hmm. 
and I turned around, the head of my bed was covered with flames. That's where her heroes come in. Sitting around looking for something to do. We're actually fixing to leave, I thought, right? Where are we going? Somewhere. I think we're going to QT to go get something to drink. The four boys, aged 14 to 17, go outside, and the first thing they notice is a smell. It smelled like, kind of like burning rubber. Yeah, like burning rubber, like a, something burning. And then we heard the house alarm go off. Inside, Catherine was frantically trying to put out the fire. Eventually, she gave up calling 911 and hitting her emergency call button, but then came another problem. By that time, the smoke was so bad, I couldn't see to get out of my room. Felt along the wall with my, uh, uh, and I went into the closet instead of the door to get out of the room. But anyway, I finally did get to the door. While she tried to feel her way out, the boys jumped into action, trying to break down the doors to get inside. 14-year-old Nick manages to get in through the back door and runs inside, finding Catherine in the hall, lost in the smoke. This young boy was right there, and he picked me up, and I said, I can walk, and he said, we're getting out of here. Well, I just kind of heard her, and then I went to the right of the house, there was no one there, then I went to the left of the house, and then I saw it in the hallway. So I just grabbed her and took her to said. Catherine made it out safe. So did the boys. Firefighters stopped the flames before they spread. Today, we were there as the boys went into the home to see the damage and reflect on what happened. Like, ever since that night, my life has just changed. For the better or for the better life? Catherine has one word constantly on the tip of her tongue. She's grateful. That's what I have to think. They were just special, as young as they were. So about 10 years ago, a storm actually took out power lines and sparked a small fire in Wyatt Hall's backyard. The family went across the street to Catherine's home, who took care of them and calmed him down. That's what neighbors are for, after all. All right, nice job by those four young guys. They're our winners of the day. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.